Sunday. And on Monday, we reach it's out. It's free. From NBC Boston, ladies and gentlemen, the very, very talented. It's free. Eric Freed uh, joins us. As seen on, As seen on TV. TV. It's Eric Freed. And I feel, like, I feel like it's been like a month since we've actually spoken. Yes. Good morning, Mr. Freed. Hang on. B L U E No 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 W A F F L E Don't don't Enter. Don't dude. Don't don't do it. I, Just no. I know we've been apart for so many weeks and now you're gonna completely uh, put a virus on my computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. You don't want to look at <laughs> it. Trust me, so you'll never be the same the man. Worst image I've uh, ever had in my head. Yeah. What's up, Fredo? <laughs> How you guys doing? I miss you. Good. I, I miss Good to you be too. Back. You uh, after the uh, the golf tournament, you were on w- with us, and then boom, off for vacation. You went, and then we went. So we haven't seen each other. How's your yeah, life? Yeah, for the record, I was prepared uh, to come on with you the last two weeks, but um, mm-hmm. you were away. Yes, or you were away just one. You were just away Fourth of July week. Right. Exactly. I'm always prepared to come on. I know. Sometimes you are. I'm not available, mm-hmm. and other times you're not available. Mm-hmm. And then there's a third time where Scotty's not interested, which is 52 times out of the year. No, so, I look forward to uh, you on every day. I look forward to you. Because it, it, gives him a, it gives him a chance to look at other girls on the Internet and stuff yeah, like that. That's why, well, that's yeah. why I feel like Scotty and I get along so well, because he's like, I look forward to this 20 minutes so much because <laughs> I'm just going to go to some magical place where uh, my mouse just takes me where I want to go. Yeah, and the Luberderm is plentiful. Wow. Anyway, uh, so you know what? I came home, and last night, I mean, I was pretty much unplugged. Up until last night when I was ple- pleased to find that, you know, the Red Sox have won six in a row. So I was excited about that. Uh, we've got a lot to cover here, so let's start there. I mean, they've um, continued to pile up wins. Um, now, I, I don't want to be kind of like a negative person here, but they have played absolutely horrible teams as of late. I mean, the Washington Nationals... Uh, not a terrible team, but they were playing poorly at that time. They held a team meeting after the Red Sox swept them. Kansas City had won five out of uh, 35 games before the Red Sox came to town, and then um, not even David Price hitting three batters in one inning could help Kansas City beat the Red Sox, and then Rick Porcello won yesterday. So they won six in a row. They've got Texas coming in this week. Texas is the last place in their division. Then Toronto for four games. Toronto's 20 games behind the Red Sox in the division. So they're doing what they need to do right now. They just get through these games, come out with wins. They're swinging the bat. Uh, you know, Chris Sale's been outstanding. David Price has been a bit of a head case the last couple of starts. And here they are, atop the standings, atop of baseball. So, you know, you went away, and uh, they were battling with the Yankees for, for first in the division, and that battle's still going to go on. But is now, it, you know, when you got a team that's won 62 games, you know the first team in baseball to get to that number—that's pretty impressive. Is it the point? I'd be like, I've been away, so I, forgive me for not knowing. Uh, is winning ugly a term that would apply to the the last week or so? Well, I, here's a perfect example. Like Saturday night, David Price is pitching. Now, you, when you guys went away on vacation, David Price pitched against the Yankees, gave up five home runs, right. eight runs. You know, it, it, one of those things where well, David Price just can't beat the Yankees, and. This was his first start since then, and now David Price is a guy who's a bit of a flashpoint right now. Yeah. He gave up four runs to Kansas City, hit three batters in one inning. He just did not look comfortable, did not look interested, frankly. And the Red Sox went out after a 4-4 game, and they scored 11 runs in the final three innings. Yeah. Now, it got so bad for Kansas City <clears throat> that in the ninth inning, they brought a catcher into pitch. Hmm. So 
they're winning games against ugly teams right now is probably a better way to put it. Okay. And um, it, which is fine if you're gonna if that's the schedule in front of you when we're in the middle of July and you know guys get hurt and and and, and teams are trying to find their way. They've they found their way right from the very start. So I'll, I'll give them all the credit in the world. But they are playing teams that aren't very good. But there are a lot of teams that aren't very good right now in baseball. Yeah, yeah. I got you. And the, you know you can't take a break because you could have the second best record in baseball and end up in a one game playoff. Yeah. Now that's a great point because you've got to stay you, you got to stay with your foot on the gas because the Yankees are right there. The Yankees after a slow start have been have been fine and now when you guys left on vacation last time we talked we talked about well what's happening with the trade deadline there still needs to be some pieces to fall into place here but Kelly's right you know you want to avoid that one game playoff so you want to win the division get that best record and that's what they're on track for right now have you guys heard? I, I, I'm going to switch to uh, golf uh, real quickly because Ooh, I, I saw this. Wow. I saw this headline uh, this morning. And uh, have you heard about the uh, the showdown? Is that uh, oh, Kelly has it mentioned? Tiger versus Phil. Tiger versus Phil in the death match, ten million dollar head to head showdown between Phil Mickelson and uh, Tiger Woods. And it almost apparently happened last week, but they couldn't get together in time. Well, I. I... I, they're still talking about doing it, though. Has it been completely... No. Yeah, it, I, I've just seen the same things you, you have, Greg. I mean, Golf Digest or somebody had it. The interesting thing is I'm reading the Tiger Woods biography right now, the, the most recent one that yes, came out. Right. And um, Tiger's mother, who turns out to be more ruthless than Tiger or Tiger's father, oh, gosh, I, I, I wish I knew exactly, but call, referred to Phil Mickelson in a not-too-flattering way uh-huh. whenever the Tiger would play Phil. Uh, referencing his weight, <laughs> so yeah. that's always a nice little. Uh, yeah. You know, the mom's taking shots at Phil's weight, so I, that's a nice little subplot to put in there. But I, I, has it has it come together yet? That's the question. Phil has it's said gunnel. at the uh, Players Championship they were paired together, and he said uh, the the excitement that's been going on around here gets me thinking. Why don't we just bypass all this ancillary stuff of a tournament and just go head to head and kind of have a high stakes winner take all match? And it is being, they are working on planning it. They want it to happen. They're working on finding a new date. No word as to which network it is. You know, I wonder how Phil's going to race. I, I wonder, like how, wonder how Phil's going to cheat in that one. You know, where he cheated yesterday. Yeah, I know. But he, could, but he, cheat, as he said, great. Like, so he was getting ready to tee off in West Virginia. There was some tall grass in front of the tee box. Yeah. Okay. And he went mm-hmm. and stepped on the grass to knock it down, which is a no no. But yeah. he, he said afterwards, he like in the middle of stepping it down, he goes, I bet you that's a rule violation and as he was walking down the fairway he said, I just stepped on some grass, it wasn't on the tee box, it was in front and then yeah, they gave him a penalty. Yeah, so, he went yeah, over he, to the judge and owned it. I mean to the uh, to the official yeah. and owned it. So it's not quite like the uh, the last one. The US Open where he was playing hockey on the uh, the putting green, right. you know, passing passing it to himself. Right. Edelman's yeah. uh, so, Edelman's appeal gets denied, no surprise there. Has it come out yet what it was he did no. that was the violation? Nope. Okay. No, you, you, you didn't miss anything there. There was just some legal stuff going on as, as far as the procedure of it, but, uh, you know, that, that nothing was resolved there. The biggest story with the Patriots, if I can recall from the last two weeks, was uh, Tom Brady taking a family dodgeball game a little bit <laughs> too seriously. crazy. <laughs> I, 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 like, I just I, saw the video um, this morning. You don't want to mess with Tom Brady's family playing dodgeball. Uh-huh. Uh, that's pretty cool. Now, let me ask a question uh, that we, isn't really, well, it's sports to some of us, but not maybe, I don't know. Woo! Did you, growing up, were you exposed to Evil Knievel, Mr. Freed? 
Oh, my gosh. Evil Knievel, Snake River Canyon, absolutely. Yeah, but do you remember the Caesars jump where he crashed and, you know, was, he went over the handlebars and then the Wembley right. Stadium? I was the guy who got excited when Wide World of Sports was going to have ice skating barrel jumping. Remember that? <laughs> I do. Okay? So when you talk about let's bring Evil Knievel out and we're, we're putting away the skates in the barrels and yeah. we're going to jump over yeah. uh, semis and buses and the Snake River and a rocket ship, I was all in. There no was... question. I think I had an Evil Knievel... A toy like a guy on a motorcycle that yep. you would pull back, right? Yeah, right. Like it was you know, one of those right. things, like pull back and go, right? Oh yeah, I'm, the, I'm on board. Yeah, so. they had the the crank thing, and that Scotty had yeah. that. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's hard to tell younger people now how excited every little boy got or young kid got when Evil did something when he jumped. He, he was you he, never seen anything like it. Travis Pastrana last night uh, does three of his iconic jumps in three hours. You know, and I, I watched the special, and I'm a big Travis Pastrana fan because he, he's crazy, yep. he's talented, yeah. and he's really a good dude. Very nice. So you really, you know, you root for this guy. He made it look easy last night. I'll be honest with you. The thing about Evil Knievel was, remember, like, how they would always tell the story, like, like the broken bone count. Yeah. Remember, oh, that yeah. would be the thing, like, how many broken bones, I can't, I, I, but that was always, I was like, oh, my gosh. He broke how many bones that last jump? How many bones might he break this jump? You know, right. there was always that excitement. And then, but there weren't a lot of other options. You know, that was the uh, let's let's have Evil Knievel jump something in a in a slow period of time. This is the era of the Battle of the Network Stars. Right. Remember where we get excited about uh, yep. uh, Robert Conrad and Gabe Kaplan in a four hundred yard three legged race or something <laughs> like that. There, you know, there weren't a lot of great options. Right. So a guy who had a chance to break his bones in a in a jump. And try to jump over tractor trailers. That was that was pretty exciting. The two reasons you watch the Battle of the Network Stars, which was on like a Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon on ABC or whatever, or nighttime. Yeah, it was a nighttime thing. You were hoping two to see uh, Lonnie Anderson. You were hoping to see Linda Carter's Pokies. Okay, make it three <laughs> or Barbie Benton. Those are the three names you wanted to see. You yeah. know, uh, I think uh, I believe Adrian Barbeau uh, another played a key one. role. Oh, in another one of the Battle fine, of the Network Stars. fine. Yeah, there was yeah. the the christening yeah. of the tank top right there. So uh, what else is going on? Anything else? Are you, have you been? Well, you touched on LeBron. Yes. You guys, I heard you talking about LeBron before and the, the comings and goings in the NBA. And mm -hmm. the Celtics are a team that's kind of uh, of interest here for some people because they have so many pieces. They've got so many draft picks. Uh, you know, there's a potential that they would, would they trade Kyrie Irving because he's on the last year of his contract. You know, already said he's not going to re-sign a, con a new contract this year. So they've been kind of quiet right now, but LeBron was the big noise going to the Lakers and leaving the Cavs behind again. And the question is, will anybody go with LeBron to L.A.? And the, the answer right now so far is no for the first year. Yeah, it was uh, – I, I, don't, I don't care uh, about LeBron. I don't. Okay. I don't. All right, just thought I'd bring it up. I'm, I'm going through no. my checklist here. No. So LeBron, Greg does not care. No, wait a second. I, I'm, I'm sorry he spoke to you like that. No, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying he's a bad. I'm not saying that he's anything but the greatest player in the NBA. I'm not saying that. I'm just I'm tired of the show being about one guy. That's all. This when, is what happens with Greg. He goes up to points unknown. Yep. And he emerges from his cabin with a little bit longer beard, a little bit fouler smell. A little bit of an edge to him, and he comes back and he realizes that civilization and the stories we cover and we talk about still suck, and he yeah. wants to go back into his cabin. You know what? I, I'll give you points on all of that. I will, I will give you points on, on all of that. 
I just, you know, I'm, I'm just tired of it. That's all. I know he's a great player. I know it. I've seen him play. He's amazing. Crazy. I think he was tired of it, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. Uh, but anyway, where are we going to see you? I mean, you're in your busy season now. You're Yeah, so we got um, Cape League Baseball, Fox College Sports, Wednesday and Thursday evenings, and then uh, NBC Boston this coming weekend. Yeah. So, um, That's awesome. Tune in on... Uh, at your leisure. Awesome. We'll be awesome. watching for you. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, okay. I'm just checking. Anything else? I, I can't think of I feel like after two weeks there should be more, but... Uh, well, it's... Uh, I Kelly's we op- touched on it all, G. Kelly's Good operating. to have you back. Thank you. Glad you came back out of the cabin. Kelly's operating at 51% today, so that's as much and as... And I heard that before, now. that, um, you know, that's, yeah. that's just Kelly's re-entry phase. You know, he'll be up to his full 52% by the end of the week. <laughs> I actually think sure. I was in the 60s for a while today, but I've toned it back down. Yeah. How's the uh, family good? Beth and the kids? Everybody good? Everybody's good. You come back out of vacation, you get back into the rhythm of things, and you just, uh, yeah. um, you know, just... Time marches on. There you go. Just, everything is good here. I hope everything's good there. Everything's good. Everything's good. All right, buddy. Good to talk to you as always, Friedman. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Thanks, Eric Friedman, NBC yep. Boston. We'll take a quick break. We come back. We have, uh, we'll have. we get caught up on a lot of stuff we haven't covered yet. What's the buzz next? <laughs> we'll be right back.